Hello, today is Friday, March the 26th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Gore Grains. And if it wasn't torrential downpouring right now, we'd be planting wheat next week. What do you think about that, Jeff? Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. It's, uh, yeah, the rains, I think, mostly beneficial rain, slowing down the uh, the spring season. You know, we're, we still are in March. We yeah. are. We're only a, a week or so just past St. Patrick's Day, one of the best days of the year, I might say. <laughs> so it's your, uh, yeah, your regular hosts here, Dolores and Jeff, and we're here to talk about what happened in the markets this week. So prices this week, they've uh, pretty flat down a dollar, two, three, four dollars. I think uh, winter wheat's down this week, uh, old crop, but uh, basically just a small negative trend this week, Dolores. Uh, Would it have anything to do with the planting intentions report next week? It's, I think that's part of it. A lot of people are sitting back right now. It seems like the, the marketplace as a whole is sitting back waiting to see what comes out from the USDA on two things, the planting intentions report with the uh, you know, there's a big demand for both corn and soybeans to be increased acres in the U.S. this year to rebuild stocks. And also next week, there's an updated stocks report. And, you know, that should have a new projection for the carryout for this existing year. And if we remember last week, we had all the uh, those big corn sales from the U.S. to China for this year. So what does that bring us to? We already have sold quite a bit to China. Oh, it's what did I write this morning on the or on the blog. It's like 98% of the USDA's projection. So both corn and soybeans, uh, they're nearing 100% sales of the USDA full year's projections. And there's, you know, four or five, six months left in those marketing years. So most analysts feel the USDA just has to increase their their sales forecast for the year. There's just too much of the year left. And, you know, we thought that would happen with the last USDA report or even the one before that. USDA keeps kicking the ball down the road on this. But we've talked about it before. The USDA kind of, well, has the reputation of being late to the to the party with getting updated on... on- oh current numbers right yeah big time like this they're usually are late coming and and we know they're not going to project that they're ever going to run out of a crop like soybeans they'll change feed usage or seed usage imports exports they're not going to run out but they still have to decrease the marketplace kind of feels they have to decrease them some so it's be interesting to see if the usda does do some tinkering uh, next week here, the end of March, with their with the report. So those reports, they you know even the, especially the say the planting intentions increased acres, but general feeling is they're not going to maybe get enough increased acres in both crops because both crops are looking for acres. So they really should be supportive uh, both markets going forward. Uh, what's mother uh, changes this last week? It's uh, pretty interesting seeing. Uh, Big fluctuation in our Canadian dollar this week. Uh, really, the low this week of uh, 0.792 US, a high of uh, 0.802. So really, a uh, you know uh, like 100 basis point uh, uh, change this week or range. That's pretty big, really, in uh, yeah. right now, and that does affect uh, local basis levels. 
big fluctuations in oil prices this week, mm -hmm. up one day, down the next. That uh, big uh, cargo ship in the Suez Canal, you know, holding up a lot of shipments of containers. We're wondering how that's going to work its way out for, are we going to end up with a shortage of containers for soybeans and that going from North America to China and different countries. There's a lot of long lasting implications it can have in there and even shipping of, there's a lot of oil gets shipped through that canal also. Yeah, so. for sure how it affects it but it's it's funny because oil will be up two dollars one day down two dollars the next day and that's actually affected our commodity markets especially soybean prices soybean oil has been the the diamond yep. in here it's just been leading prices higher helping soybeans like even we've talked recently about the meal is pulled meal, back yeah. in price because of oversupply of all the crush they've had in soybeans but soybean oil has been driving the crush because its price has been keeps reaching a new eight-year high. That's crazy. But this week, one day we had limit up on soybean oil, mm -hmm. one day limit down on soybean oil. <laughs> so it's affected by the crude oil market because soybean vegetable oil gets used in biodiesel. Yep. And that, so there's a lot of talk about that this week that the, the new U.S. administration is going to be favorable for vegetable oil, specifically soybean oil to be used in biodiesel. But again, that's rumors. Uh, rumors or talk about how ethanol is going to be handled going forward too, and how uh, the price, how this is affecting the price of ethanol. You know, they're they're driving. What did I read the other day? Uh, their gasoline consumption is only like two and a half percent lower right now than it was a year ago. Really? And uh, or really before COVID hit, I I mean, so before the driving all the lockdowns hit in the US. So that's like pretty massive. So you think ethanol production would get right going with that. And uh, but then Do you think there's enough um like talking about the driving uh scenario, like a lot more people are doing online ordering and online food even, right? Do you think there's I I wouldn't say that it's making up for the loss of driving, but that would definitely help minimize or well that's the whole work from home scenario yeah and people really doing less social outings for sure etc so there i was amazed when i read that that their gasoline consumption was only two and a half percent lower than some pre-covid numbers i think it's got to be lower than that up here in canada still sure. maybe we just had more restrictions so I think there's a lot of pent up demand for people to get out there. Yeah. I think we we all feel that within ourselves. So But maybe that's what they're speculating about. And where that's gonna go and so you just have to think this should help ethanol usage going forward and that and we're gonna keep having uh, a lot of sanitizer used as for the I don't think the sanitizer's going away anytime soon. Yeah. So that's you know, that's a lot yeah. of that comes from corn and ethanol. So those yeah. are all good. So anyhow, the real thing, it's been a, kind of a sideways week looking at lots of market fundamentals. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of big things uh, happening out there. There's nothing new on the African swine flu this week out of China, which is good. No news is good news that way. And hopefully that stays minimized going forward. And so next week with the 
stocks report and the planting intentions report, we could see some big market moves in there. Could be a great time to have some target orders in, even sure. $10, $20 higher than the marketplace. Anybody wants to talk about it? Give us a call. Mm -hmm. And I'd just like to say thank you to Grain Farmers of Ontario. They had their March Classic this week. And I know it would have been nice to see faces uh, or be face-to-face, -face, but they did a great job uh, with their online event. And they had some pretty great uh, lineup speakers um, uh, that we watched. Was it Monday, Tuesday this week or Tuesday, Wednesday? Yep. Um, so, yeah, they... They, you could tell they put a lot of effort into it, and I think it was a very successful event. And I think the people that still want to watch or listen listen and watch to them can go on their website, Green Farmers of Ontario, and find uh, sure. links to them. And uh, most worthwhile, a couple of them, definitely most worthwhile to watch. They're highly recommended. Yeah. So. I, I love watching the one with uh, Ty Morgan from the U.S. Farm Report. That was great. So. Yep, very good. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's all we have for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we look forward to talking to you guys about uh, the big report next week. Have a great week, everybody. Bye for now. Bye.